Thanks for making Locked On Mississippi State your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, Locked On Mississippi State, brought to you by FanDuel. And today we'll hit Mississippi State baseball. Is it DEFCON 1 in Starville? Mississippi State hoops. Can they find their way into March Madness after a tough loss on the road to Missouri last night? Uh, what is Lamonis's next step in the world of Hale State baseball? And can they find an alpha in the dugout for MSU baseball? You are locked on Mississippi State. Your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Mississippi State brought to you by FanDuel with Bo Bounds and Blake Scott. Blake, let's start with, uh, well, last night's game and over the weekend. Yeah. Mississippi State's 2-2. Two and two. And they got blown out by La Monroe. And other than their freshman starting pitcher, Bradley Lofton, who was fantastic, uh, nothing else went right last night as they lost 11 to 5. What do you think? You were out hit 12 to 6 by ULM. Obviously, outgained 11 to 5 on the runs. I think it is a scary sign of what you saw for 56 games last year, which is bad, bad, bad baseball. Bad pitching, inconsistent hitting, bad fielding. Three errors, yeah. and it's all on Mississippi State at home. That's a good point you're on the two, errors. You're two and two. You've played four home games, and through four games, you don't look any different than you did last year. That's a scary statement to me. Except I do see a lot more at the plate. I, I see a lot more talent up and down the lineup. They struggled last yeah. night, but but their bats. Um, Potential. Have, have, you know, yeah, and I, I think they're going to hit the long ball. They're going to gap hit. And the younger guys like Dakota Jordan um, and Ross Highfield and even Hunter Hines. I mean, he's still only a sophomore. Uh, but those guys will, will be fine. So uh, it's all about pitching right now yep. and kind of finding out who they are. They play La Monroe uh, a little bit later today. And it's a, every game now – you know, you and I talked about this off the air. Every every out and every half inning is big. Yep. Because you need a base hit from Amani Larry. Um, you're throwing Gerangelo Sinjay this afternoon, who's another true freshman. You got what you wanted from Bradley Lofton last night. You just didn't get anything else. Yeah. So, all right, let's start with that for a second before we go to hoops. Uh Gerangelo Sinjay is going to throw with both arms. He's amphibious, as Lamonis told us, That's right? right. Coach, Coach Lamonis told us his amphibious story. So he can throw left and right-handed. Yeah. This is the first unveiling. We saw Gerangelo pitch over the weekend, but he only threw right-handed because of sleeping weird on his left hand. I mean, is baseball the most fickle sport in the world? Uh, slept wrong yes. on his left hand, right? Imagine if Will Rogers came out you and said, could, You can't do that. I'm, I'm not playing against uh, Auburn this weekend. I slept wrong on my throwing hand. So, Gerangelo only pitched right-handed on the weekend. He pitched an inning. We now get to see what the hype is about. Left and right, batter to batter, switching it up. But let's put it like this. If he goes four innings, 80 pitches, eight strikeouts, one run, that's what Bradley Lofton did yesterday. 
he may still not be in line for the win the way you pitched out of the bullpen. That's the bad problem. I think they'll win today. They have to win today. Yeah, I think they'll win. They have to win today. I, I think they'll play well. And um, I do. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think they'll win. Now, I don't know if the, the, the interesting part of that is I don't know that Sinjay will have the type outing that Lofton had. It would be remarkable. That was about as good as it gets. But I think they'll get the bats going. And again, they've got up and down the lineup, they've got some serious talent. I wonder how long they're, or if they're just going to stay with him. I wonder if Lane Forsythe Uh-oh. is, you know, a given it short. Um, or this hotshot freshman is is going to get in in Marshawn and and at some point play a little bit play yeah. play play thirty percent of the time play twenty forty yeah. percent whatever so we'll we'll see what happens um, there and also will Ross Highfill mm. the freshman catcher will he catch today and if so where does that move Hancock well, and Hines and Bryce Chance Bryce Chance hit a bomb yesterday I don't know how another you, freshman I don't know how you take Bryce Chance out of the lineup after what he's done through four games to me. It's what Chris Lamonis said in his postgame after the ULM loss yesterday. It's embarrassing. And he referenced the catching position and, and kind of maybe covered up for his captain, Luke Hancock, and said, hey, what happened Saturday in the 11 steals that VMI got against Luke Hancock and the Bulldogs was not all on Luke. And yada, yada. Yeah. There is a problem for Mississippi State, not only on the mound, but in this triangle or square for a triangle. They've got three spots. They've got a first base, a catcher, and a DH spot, and they got four guys. And I don't know that they have a solution right now on how to play those four guys. And that is part of the problem. Yeah. Well, it's also a good situation to be in, in a way, because all of them can play, and two of the four are young, kind of hotshot players. Yeah. One's a redshirt freshman, Bryce Chance, and one's a true freshman in Ross Highfield, and a lot of people didn't think Ross would get to campus or Sinjay or Dakota Jordan or Bradley Lofton or Bradley Lofton. Yeah. So that's where we are there. Uh, so DEFCON one, two or three, I think it's close to, it's either DEFCON one or close to DEFCON you, one. You just can't lose after what happened last year, not making the postseason, losing two of your first four is almost unfathomable. They probably need to call us figure out the lineup and everything else, but we'll get into some other things. Uh, Locked on Mississippi State brought to you by FanDuel. Mississippi State hoops. So, um, not a great day for Bulldogs. (laughs) Last night, um, they didn't play well, and yet they had a chance to win. That's what impressed me. And they got the game into overtime. Missouri did what they needed to do. Missouri had the best player on the floor. Um, And Tolu Smith's really good. But... Uh, the bottom line is they hit the big shots at the right time, and now, and they got Mississippi State out of what they wanted to do on the offensive end. Kind of pulled what Mississippi State's done all year uh, defensively. Now you got A and M, and six game winning streak, and Buzz Williams coming into town. So this is a a must win at home against one of the better teams, not just in the league but in the country. Yeah, it's unfortunate the way some of these scheduling things have fallen. You you didn't get big wins early in the year that have now made this time of year so tight. Right. Your margin of error is so thin. Joe Lenardi, obviously, uh, those of you who follow Lenardi Bracketology with ESPN, he still has Mississippi State as a last four play-in team. So they wouldn't get the bye. They'd have to play that weird 
Wednesday, Tuesday night play-in round. Um, but they would be one of the last four in. They're still in even after the loss to Missouri. You will not be in if you lose another game, in my opinion. You've got two home games you have to win. You're six and nine in conference play. You have three games left. Two at home, one on the road. It's all about Saturday for Mississippi right. State basketball and Chris Jans. No win a win against AM, everything's in front of you. You've been playing some of your best basketball over the last two weeks, three weeks. But that offense, man, it's it's still junior high-ish. They just struggle to score the basketball. Well, they did last night. They'd kind of gone on a heck of a run, actually, the last couple of weeks of scoring at a much higher level than they and were. much more efficient. Yeah. You know, because some other guys like Davis and Cam Matthews had and Cam Matthews tried to win the game for him last night, even with Tolu's late free throws. I, I thought Cam Matthews was that close mm-hmm. to uh, <coughs> winning the game for them. All right, out of bounds. Eat, uh, sorry, locked on Mississippi State. You're going to hear Blake and I talk say that because I've only been hosting the Out of Bounds show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone for the last 20 years. Mm. But this is Locked on Mississippi State, brought to you by FanDuel. But the reason why they grabbed us is because, and I think we probably need to do a quick introduction, because Blake and I host the Out of Bounds show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone in Jackson, Mississippi. All right, Blake, it's uh, the midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and Threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to get my FanDuel bets in, uh, not only for the NBA this year, but uh, all this Mississippi State baseball and basketball as we get on the stretch for March Madness. Um, I, I think Are you kidding uh, me? FanDuel's it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going to – I hate to do this to our guy. I mean, FanDuel title sponsor, I hate to do that, but I'm going to take their money. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be rocking and rolling, baby. A little March Madness, maybe a little uh, college baseball parlay. We're going to get in it to win it with uh, FanDuel this year. You mentioned uh, coming into this break – um, you know, you've spent 20 years on terrestrial radio. 
and I've been with you for a little over five years. So this is a little new foray into us or for us into podcasting specifically. Yeah. Um, but covering Mississippi State is part of what we do every day. And uh, I'm a state grad. Uh, you went to Mississippi State and and Ole Miss. So you got both. You got both sides covered. I do. Um, but uh, it's it's exciting to dive into kind of some more of the behind the scenes and the things that as a state fan, as a state student, state alumni or alumnus, that's the stuff that you yearn for, right? We yeah. all see the game on Saturday. We all see the game on Sunday, on Monday, whatever it might be. But it's like, hey, what's happening in the locker room? What are the coaches doing? What's happening on the recruiting front? That's the kind of stuff that you and I are going to get into and kind of bring to light maybe some of the things that fans think they know, but they don't actually know. Like who's going to be the starting outside linebacker? Who's going to compete for the slot receiver? Ooh. You know, uh, will Mike Wright, Vanderbilt quarterback transfer, will he uh, will he put any pressure on Will Rogers, oh. the returning starting QB? Hello. We going, uh, we're going QB battle in Startville already? We're starting, this, starting the show strong today. <laughs> I like that. All right. So do we want to get into this? Lamonis and Foxhall thing? I think that's the hottest storyline, right? I think so because, you know, Scott Foxhall is coming in with two College World Series under his belt in 19 and 21 and a national championship. And things didn't go well last year. Now, let me get give Foxhall a little wiggle room. Um, you know, when Landon Sims went down, you lost your ace and that totally kind of blew up your plans as far as your starting rotation. Now, from there on out, they couldn't find what they wanted, and they couldn't throw strikes, and they couldn't get people out. So, yeah. What do you do with that information? I mean, you you had a record-setting, for those of you who remember, obviously, <laughs> national championship year, record-setting strikeouts, record-setting pitching across the board. Scott Foxhall was the toast of the town with what all went down, and especially the ability to navigate, ironically enough, no solid set rotation for what the first six weeks of the year in 2021. They had to navigate Will Bednar missing a little time. Eric Sarantola never got it going. Right. McLeod started hot, fell apart as the season fell went on. It it just it was a lot of great chess pieces that they made all the right moves on. Well, it looks like they're not perfect. Yeah. And now you go, how are you a year and a half in from that national championship? And it doesn't feel like you have even I mean, you don't have an ace. You don't have an Ethan Small. You don't have Dakota. You don't have Connor Pilkington. It doesn't feel like. That'll be interesting to see if they do have that. That that's a that that may be the baseline, right? Maybe the baseline between Cade Smith and Bradley Lofton and Landon Gartman and Gerangelo Gerangelo Sinjay. That that may be a. But I think it's a. Of course, that's not good enough. That's the point, and I think that's the art. You have to hold the feet to the fire where you say, hey, guys, this is not Hugh Freeze at Auburn year one in football. This is not Chris Jans in basketball year one where he had to scrap together a transfer class, put it all together, and we're saying, hey, are they limited offensively? Sure, but look what they've accomplished despite the lack of pieces. You're in year five under Chris Limonis. Two World yeah. Series appearances, a missed COVID year, and then a missed postseason last year. There is zero excuse for not having a minimum established junior version of a Connor Pilkington. Is that enough to make a change? I guess if they go to a region, and I guess the question is how much 
do they have to do for Scott Foxhall to come back? Obviously, if they miss a regional, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, if they make a regional, does that mean he's back, or do they need to go deep and make at least a super? And is it even that is is? I guess the question I've been asking is, where's the progression from Scott Foxhall's group? From, from 2021, when they won the world title, to now, with the pieces that you knew you had and the pieces that you chose to go add, where's the progression? Where have you gotten better? Yeah. What pitcher stepped on campus and got better? Because the names you just mentioned about who could step up this year, half of those are freshmen or, yeah. or new newcomers. Right. They're not guys that Scott Foxhall has had his hands on for a year or two. Other than Cade Smith, that's, well, from the ones that we mentioned today, yeah. that's it. And that's a problem. You can't be Mississippi State and claim that you're a top 10 program in the country, which I believe they are, and then do what you've done the last year and now four games. Yeah. And maybe this is an overreaction, but I think it's a Could fair be. reaction given what happened last year. Right now it is, and we'll see what happens the next four, six, eight weeks. They have plenty of time, but that doesn't mean they'll do it. Oh, yeah. You could, you could win eight SEC tournament, SEC series, and be fine, right? That, we don't know. But through four games, that's the sample size you give me, and the sample size says you're no different than you were last year on the mound. Locked on Mississippi State, brought to you by FanDuel with Bo Bounds and Blake Scott. Let's, uh, we got a couple of minutes here. Let's pivot into a little football. Zach Arnett is the new head football coach, and he's got Kevin Barbet as his offensive coordinator, Matt Brock as his defensive coordinator, and basically... Um, hired about 80, 70% new staff members. So in the next couple of weeks, Blake, we'll have Zach Arnett's first spring mm -hmm. because of Mike Leach's uh, tragic and unexpected passing yeah. away in December, coming off Mike's best season at Mississippi State. And Zach Arnett has taken over and... So far, people believe with staffing and recruiting, done a really good job, but it's going to be about results on the field. They're bringing back a four-year starter in Will Rogers, which is huge. And so doesn't ever exciting. happen. No. I mean, let's be very clear. You don't typically – first off, we don't have guys start as freshmen, right? That's no. that's part of it, and, and that's a good thing in the SEC. Right. You don't win very many games as a freshman. But a four-year – I mean, the guy's got over 35 starts. So I, I'm excited. I think – as you said, Zach Arnett gets an A-plus to this point, but at the end of the day, he's only done the homework, right? He hasn't taken the test yet. That comes in, in, in the fall, so we'll see what happens there. Locked on Mississippi State, brought to you by FanDuel, Bo Bounds, Blake Scott. Uh, thanks for making Locked on Mississippi State your first listen today. Uh, for your second listen, check out our brand-new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts. Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, Blake Scott, Bo Bounds sitting here locked on Mississippi State. Uh, I think... You know, as we wrap up episode one here, and we're excited to be doing uh, a daily episode, will be available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Monday through Friday, we'll be dropping episodes moving forward. I, I think, like you said, this is um, 
I don't want to say Armageddon for Chris Limonis and Mississippi State baseball. It's a good word. But, boy, you play ULM at 3 o'clock. Don't get it twisted. All those Warhawks have said since last night when that game ended to win this game uh, starts at 3 o'clock is let's do it again. Sure. Let's win again. We're better than them. They're telling themselves that. And so this is, to me, how many, how many freshmen or sophomores have we named, right? Hunter Hines, Dakota Jordan, newcomers like Colton Ledbetter, uh, Drangelo Sinjay, Bradley Lofton, all these newcomers. Well, this is put-up-or-shut-up time. This is back against the wall. Hey, I hate to break it to you that it's happening in Game 5, but this is it. If you don't have it today, do you have it at all? Oh, uh, well, if they lose today, it will be, you know... The, the fan base will implode and freak out. So Because it's real if you lose again today. Yeah, and you got Arizona State coming in this weekend who's got players. Again, they may not be ranked in the top 10, but they're Arizona State, yep. Phoenix Metro area, West Coast. Those teams have produced some great programs, uh, Pac-12 among others, over the years. So um, big one this afternoon, Mississippi State, La Monroe, and Gerangelo Sinjay, the freshman will go he's not amphibious he's ambidextrous (laughs) uh let me ask you this question we're looking when we look at this lineup right so was i by the way yeah yeah no Uh, i did i threw in games left-handed and right no you did not from pitching yes really yep i I had no idea that was i mentioned it on on our i don't remember that show well we talked about you know you threw the pitch for the embraves uh first base left-handed and then i would come in to pitch right-handed and then i would Pitch left. How well could you throw left-handed, legitimately? Because you're a righty by nature, aren't no, you? Or no, I'm you're a lefty. lefty by nature. Okay. I'm a lefty. Uh, I threw harder right-handed. I don't know why. And I uh, I threw with more um, control yeah. left-handed. That's yeah, what they say about Durant's And then one time they let me do it in, uh, I did during the season, but they also let me do it in All-Stars. It's That's wild. exciting. But you can't switch by pitch. No, you have to go batter. by batter, correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, some of the coaches would go crazy so to watch gerangelo at the sec level sin do this today it's gonna be incredible <laughs> and where's he gonna put his glove what do you mean like he doesn't switch it it's one glove okay it's a, so they he's got a custom design See, glove. i had the ability and i'm playing at a much lower level than gerangelo <laughs> sin to put my glove behind me kind of back behind the mouth yeah if that makes sense. no he has a it's a double thumbed glove it has six slots and so he just flips it to either side it's, it's pretty wild. Um, let me ask you this. So pitching, obviously, you can't give up 11 runs. But we know Gerangelo Sinjay is the guy to watch to start the game, and we'll see what they do out of the bullpen. At the plate, you know, Amani Larry, transfer, comes in, has an incredible weekend to start. 0 for 3 yesterday. Um, Hunter Hines, a little scuffle to start the year. He's 1 for 4 yesterday. Kellum Clark, 0 for 2. Luke Hancock, one for four. Who who has to take the the rain by the you know, who has to take the horse by the reins? Who has to take the bull by the horns? Whatever cliche we want to put up. Who has to step up and say today, like I will not let us lose. My first reaction for Mississippi State baseball is Kellum Clark. I, I think it's Kellum first, and then it could go if it doesn't happen in the next few weeks. Maybe it goes to a uh, a younger guy. Yeah. I'd go with what Lamonis told us. Actually, I'm, I'm without a doubt. 
Kellum Clark seems to ha- be a little more vocal than Luke Hancock. I agree. And Lane Forsythe. Yeah. But as somebody told us, you have to be producing. And now Kellum did go. I mean, Kellum's done it. Correct. He's got respect. We'll see if he wants to do that. Um, and then from there, it could fall on a an alpha freshman, believe it or not. I know that sounds crazy, but that's where it may go. Which if I had to lean there, I would. My first thoughts are Ross Highfield. I think Ross is an absolute dog and alpha, but it's still, I don't want to put that on him. He's only four games into his college career. He shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. But so. that's, but, and I guess that's where the debate comes circles around is like he, the fact that we're having to ask that question of a Dakota Jordan or a Ross Highfield or even a newcomer like an Amani Larry or a Colton. Le- like, well, that's true. That you know, I don't know be... what the transfer. That's a great question, Blake. Amani Larry or Ledbetter. Yeah, I just don't know. I wouldn't be able to. T- I don't know I'm, enough about yeah. them. I've yeah. been around Kellum. Uh, you've been able to watch him. I watched his body language these first few games. He's pretty intense. Lamona's confirmed that. I, I would. I, I need to see more of Amani Larry or Ledbetter. Hundred percent agree. Uh, Kellum Clark was asked, you know, after the embarrassing ten to one blow up uh, to VMI, where they were up ten one and, and lose that game. Kellum Clark talked about trying to look within in the yeah. locker room, right? And things like that. And so you can see he's trying well, to maybe step into that tried. role. The next day he came out and hit two bombs. Correct. He's trying to step into that role as a leader. But the other part is, you know, you can you really bring people with? It's easy to walk into a room and say, hey, do this, follow me. But getting people inspired and bringing them with you. We saw Jake Mangum do it in a little different way, but still similarly, we saw Tanner Allen do it. I think I, Kellum Clark can... When you when you come back and bounce back the next day with two home runs yeah. in a game you need to win and watching his body language Agreed, yeah. I'm with you. I think right now if anybody's got it, to be the alpha and like you said, get some other people motivated, it is Kellum Clark. It's not anybody on the mound that I know of right now. Gosh, that's a scary proposition. Although Aaron from Texas Aaron Nixon, yeah. You know, we'll see. I his beard is kinda like yours and ah. He's the guy to me that uh, wakes up with a full beard. Yeah, like, he could shave at seven a.m. and then by pitch. and then by three in the <laughs> afternoon, he's got a full beard. Yes, I never yes. had that, um, and maybe I'd want it, but but that that's the guy I remember in, in high school that was shaving in eighth grade. I hundred. I was just thinking about that. I had a friend that I knew that was a year older than me, and when we were in like eighth, ninth grade football, yeah. JV football. This is a kid that had to shave every day. Yeah. And I'm going like, we, we shouldn't play the same sport. Like, you're going to murder me. I'm a child. What's happening? It. But yeah, that's, I think, look, basketball is huge and we have plenty of time to get into the basketball game Saturday. All eyes in maroon and white are pointed one place and that's 3 p.m. Startville for first pitch. They are. You're right. Mississippi State football is going to be huge on this show. So is basketball. But right now it's baseball because of the, you know, turmoil. Um, and the struggles, right, and last year. All right, uh, Locked on Mississippi State, brought to you by FanDuel with Bo Bounds and Blake Scott. And we're excited to be here again. Blake and I are part of the Out of Bounds show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone in Jackson, Mississippi. And thanks for making Locked on Mississippi State your first listen today. And for your second listen, check out our brand-new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, 
Hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape, baby. Locked on college basketball. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.